Good Risings. I'm Colin Bedell. Today is Friday, November 19th, and this is The Rising Sign. So the reason why I dramatically enunciated the date is because today we have the lunar eclipse in Taurus. Okay, so this is an absolutely real benchmark of the year. And so the lunar eclipse in Taurus was exact this morning, very early. So that would have been at either 12.57 a.m. Pacific or 3.57 a.m. Eastern. Now, if you were asleep during it, don't worry. (laughs) The universe works outside of us all the time, and it will work within us all the time too. So you felt the shifts, maybe even if you're not even consciously aware of it. And so if you remember yesterday, we talked about sufficiency and security, i.e. my wonderful colleague, astrologer Celeste Brooks, who's also a Taurus. And she realized that security did not lie in her corporate paycheck, it lied within her uh, taking a risk and becoming the professional that she's always wanted to be, which is a huge risk for Taurus. And in, I, when I think of Taurus uh, bravery and courage, I think of Celeste and how she was able to change her career and become the astrologer she is right now, who is a very successful and admired one. And on the concept of security, often we think of Taurus as the zodiac sign that introduces financial security, which is absolutely a necessary conversation for us. I think, though, I'm not a financial expert, so I can't speak on that particularly. So I would like you to, though, just quickly review how am I doing financially and what's my psychology around money and am I educating myself on the financial literacy required to have my money work for me and not the other way around, right? My friend who's a Jupiter and Taurus told me that. I'm like, that's brilliant. And the way that I access Taurus is absolutely by security, but not from a financial vantage point or from a financial lens. The way that I look at security, and I think that my most high-minded Taurus friends and family and loved ones really express this beautifully, is the security and the peace of mind that is a result of understanding what your values are through clarifying what your values are, your two values. The literature supports only having two, by the way, because if we have more than two, we don't even have priorities. (laughs) So we got to actively clarify our two values, then situate which behavior supports these values. Because if we don't know what this means in behavior and practice, we don't know the assignment. It's ultimately meaningless, right? So how do we operationalize our values and behavior? And then you have the existential realization that you are exactly who you say you are and your life results prove it. I don't know of any other security like that. I really don't. And when I think about the Torians that I love in my life, they have that energy (laughs) when they just walk into a room like, this is who the hell I am. (laughs) And these are my values. This is who and what I value. And this is the behavior that supports these values. Any questions? I didn't think so. So what I want you to really think about is, what are your two values? And it's okay, too, if you have polarity-based values. Earlier on Monday, we talked about dialectics, polarities, paradoxes, oppositions, etc. So if you have some contradicting values, that's great, right? And then you want to know how to put them into behavior. And maybe you could even just talk to other people about it. You know, I think that ideas grow stronger when they're shared, says A Course in Miracles. And I would really love it if today we talked to other people around, oh, you're feeling this way, you're excited about this, or you're nervous and disappointed about that. Well, have you ever thought about your values? (laughs) And just see what they say. And remind them that 
it's very difficult to have a life of groundedness and security without it. And it is our responsibility to situate the authorship of our life by realizing I need to know what I value. I need to know what behavior supports these values. I need to know what relationships support the operationalizing of these values. And then I want to pay attention to my life results confirming whether or not it works for me. So that's the lunar eclipse in Taurus idea. I really loved actually having a three-part conversation with you about it, just want to say. So if you're just listening to the episode today, we talked about this eclipse starting on Wednesday, November 17th, then yesterday, the 18th, and today, the 19th. So I hope this three-part series was helpful. I'm Colin. You can find me at Queer Cosmos. Thank you for listening to Good Risings. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review because we love hearing from you. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll see you next Monday. Bye. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.